Welcome to today's message by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church. Liberty Baptist Church is located in Rock Falls at 2002 9th Avenue, just across from the Dillon Grade School. Pastor Tommy would like to invite you to be a part of their Sunday services. The Sunday School Hour is at 10 a.m., followed by their morning worship at 11 a.m., or their evening service at 6 p.m. They would also love to have you be a part of their midweek services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We hope you will get a blessing this morning as Pastor Tommy brings you a message from the Word of God. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Pastor Tommy McMurtry of the Liberty Baptist Church in Rock Falls. We would love to have you come visit us one of these days. Come today if you can. It is not too late. We would love to have you as a part of our service. It would be a blessing to us. Uh, we would feel very blessed to have you come. We hope we could be a blessing to you in return. Uh, if you ever get a chance, visit our website, experience-liberty.com, and you can find out a lot about our church there. You can even listen to sermons. Uh, you can you can watch them. You can listen to past radio programs. If you miss a program, you do not have to panic. We put them online, and you can go on there and listen to them. And so just make you feel better there in case you've missed a week in the past. You can go and listen, and we hope that can be a blessing to you. But also, if you'd like to just email us any questions, um, you can email us at libertybc2011 at att.net. Ask questions. We'll uh, try to answer them from the Bible. Here in this program, you can even send us a funny story or a joke that you might have. And I've got a couple here that someone gave me. I'll read you this morning, and hopefully uh, you'll get a blessing from this. But Junior came home from school bursting with excitement. Dad, I got a part in the school play. I get to play a man who's been married 20 years. Good work, son, said his father, patting the boy on the back. Keep practicing, and maybe next year you'll get a speaking part. Well, I imagine some of you probably got that one. Let's try this one. On their way to church, the organist gave her grandson 50 cents to keep her husband awake during the service. Before she began playing the final hymn, the woman looked over to where her husband and grandson were sitting, only to see that her husband was sound asleep. After the service concluded, the grandmother said to her grandson, I paid you to keep your grandpa awake. What happened? I couldn't wake him up, replied the grandson. Why not, asked the grandmother. Because grandpa paid me a dollar to let him sleep. Oh, and that kid got bought off by the higher bidder there. But anyway, I thought that was kind of a funny story. But right now, this morning, uh, we are going to go to the scriptures here in just a moment. But I'm going to deal with a subject that might seem like a strange subject uh, to deal with on a religious program. But I think we need to deal with it because I get asked about this quite a bit. I can't tell you how many times... I've been asked about this very subject, and people want to know what the Bible has to say about it. And people actually know a couple of verses, I guess you could say, on this subject. And because they know these two verses in the Bible, they have actually come to the wrong conclusion on where they should be in this issue. And the reason I'm bringing it up this week, you know, this week in Illinois, they legalized medical marijuana. And people ask the question, is that morally okay? You know, should marijuana be legal? You know, should medical marijuana be legal? Should marijuana be legal? It's now legal in places like Colorado. You know, is it morally wrong 
for a Christian or for anybody to smoke pot. You know, Pastor Tommy, what do you think about this? And they'll always make sure they let me know about Genesis chapter 1 and verse 11. And actually, many years ago, I had two co-workers I've been witnessing to, and I gave both of them Bibles. And the next day, both of them came to me with this same question. They got all excited reading their Bible. And they had a question for me. They got all excited when they read Genesis chapter 1 and verse 11. And it says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, and the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and the herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And boy, they both brought that up. The herb yielding seed. God saw that it was good. It's okay to smoke pot. It was the conclusion that they came to. Boy, they were just thrilled to death. And I asked them, you know, is that as far as you got? And unfortunately, that was as far as they got. And if they'd have just kept reading a couple more chapters, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17, after man sinned, and God said, and unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field, and the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground, for out of it wast thou taken for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. So if you just read a couple chapters later, we see that everything went from being good till now, to now God has cursed the ground. Now there are things growing that are harmful to man. There are things like thorns and thistles. Now to get the ground to produce what man needs to survive, it's going to take work. It's going to take the sweat of his face for him to be able to survive. Because, and it was part of the punishment. It was part of, it was the result of man's sin. God cursed the ground. And so, who knows, you know, things like marijuana, that could be part of the curse. I'm not going to tell you which plants are part of the curse and which ones aren't. The Bible doesn't tell us. However, you know, we, if we're going to use the whole excuse, alright, well, God made it, therefore it must be good. Well, God made poison ivy too. Are you going to go roll around in poison ivy and get yourself all covered with a rash and get yourself all itchy and say it's okay because God made it? Well, that would just be foolish. There's all kinds of things out there that can hurt you. There's things that uh, you know can cause disease, things that can cause infection, things that can make you sick. And we need to understand that God cursed the ground because of man's sin. And so to take Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 and 12 and say that just whatever you want is good because it's made by God, you would be taking the Bible out of context by doing that. But either way, you know, when it comes to marijuana, okay, you know, what does the Bible say about it? You know, what is, uh, you know, what should our philosophy be concerning this? Should we be completely against marijuana across the board, or should we at least be okay with it uh, you know, medically speaking. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am definitely not a student of you know, marijuana. All I know, I have known enough people who do smoke pot to know that I don't want to have anything to do with it. 
if a doctor told me that I needed to smoke marijuana, okay, or take medical marijuana, I probably wouldn't do it. And it wouldn't be the first time I have not taken something a doctor has told me to take. I had my appendix out one time. And uh, when I went home, they gave me some painkillers for me to take. And I didn't take them because I've seen what those painkillers have done to other people. I knew that those things were addictive. And I didn't take it. And I was fine. I didn't have a lot of pain or anything as a result anyway. But you know, just because a doctor prescribes you something doesn't mean it's okay. I don't know if you realize this, but we have a horrible drug abuse problem in this country and not just with illegal drugs. I'm talking about with legal drugs too. We've got people today that are on so many types of medications. They have one problem. A doctor gives them a medication for it and then it leaves them with a side effect. Sometimes it's worse than the problem they had to begin with, and then they've got to take another medication to deal with that side effect, which causes another side effect, and they've got to take another medication to deal with that side effect. And before you know it, these people are just so chemically altered, they just can't even function anymore without these pills, and it messes people up mentally, it messes them up physically, and we've got some crazy problems that are out there today. And I said, I'm not a doctor, but I've seen enough to know you need to be very careful when it comes to drugs, legal or illegal. Because, you know, here's the thing. Most people judge right or wrong when it comes to, you know, drugs based on what's legal or illegal. But here's the problem with that. Alcohol is legal. Now, we know that alcohol has severe consequences. We know that alcohol hurts people. It impairs their thinking. We know that. We know about all the drunk driving that goes on. We know about all the spousal abuse that takes place while people are under the influence of alcohol. We know that, yet you can find it in every gas station, in every store, in restaurants. It's all over the place. People call it, you know, alcoholism a disease. They call themselves an alcoholic. I can't help it, yet this disease we sell in bottles all over the place. You can get it anywhere and it's completely legal. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's dead wrong. Proverbs chapter 31 verse 4. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. You know, I wonder if our Supreme Court was drunk a few times this year after some of the laws that they made. Just an interesting thought, because I don't know how they came to some of the decisions they did. Maybe they were drunk. Maybe they forgot the law. They pervert. They did pervert the law. We know that. That happened more than once this year. I wonder if alcohol had anything to do with it. I wouldn't be surprised. But the Bible says in verse 6, Give strong drink unto, drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. See, there are places for certain drugs and medications. If someone is about to die, like in here, give that person the drugs, okay? If it will cause him to, you know, have less pain and forget his misery, do it for them. You know, give wine to him who is ready to perish, okay? He's already dying. He has no hope that he's not going to be any worse off if you give him that wine. So go ahead, let's ease his suffering a little bit. And if someone's dying, by all means, you know, pump him up with drugs, give him whatever. If it's too late for him, if there's no coming back from it, 
give them whatever. I think that's appropriate. That's fine. But for healthy people to be taking drugs, for healthy people to be drinking alcohol, that's absolutely ridiculous. God never intended for that to happen. You know, thank God for some of these drugs that we have. You know, thank God that a person can have a surgery and they can have their body cut open and have parts taken out and even replaced and them not go through intense, severe pain. That's because of some of the drugs and things that we have. And unfortunately, many of those things need to be regulated because we have a very sinful society. We, ha we have a society of people that have no self-control. Whether it comes, when it comes to anything, they have no self-control. I mean, gluttony is out of control. Drunkenness is out of control. You know, drug addiction out of control because man is just sinful. And I guess, I've, I've never tried this stuff, but there are some buzzes and things that you can get from this stuff. People will get some kind of good feeling. And so they will go ahead and abuse these things just for that little thrill, even if it does, has long-term consequences. And that's ridiculous. And these things, but these things do have a place in the world. And I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Maybe miracle, medical marijuana has a place in the world. But I'm going to tell you right now, I would definitely be very, very careful with it. I would not, uh, I am not for them necessarily making all this legal. But I want you to understand though, when it comes to whether or not it should be legal or illegal. You know, many times, you know, most Christians are against marijuana, and so they are for the government making it illegal. Well, here's the problem, okay? And this is this is why marijuana is a complicated thing, okay? As a Christian, I can, and as a Bible believer, I can tell you right now, you shouldn't mess with the stuff. You should stay away from it completely. But as a Bible believer who, and as an American, do I believe in the government regulating these things? That's the tough part, you know, and a lot of times, you know, Christians, we're all for, uh, you know, we're all against big government except when it comes to what we agree with, you know, and when since we're against marijuana, we're all for them uh, banning medical marijuana. But in our state, there's many people that have tried, thankfully they have failed, to regulate and to make it even illegal raw milk, okay? Now, why would they even mess with that? Why would they even talk about that? And the truth is, it's because regulating things, it's all about control. It's not about public safety. It's not about the good of the people. It has nothing to do with that. Nobody's ever died from raw milk. You know, raw milk's never hurt anybody. My family, we drink it all the time. We get our milk right from a farm. It goes straight from a cow into a bottle and into my family's stomachs. And our family's never been healthier since we've been drinking this stuff. Yet people want to make it illegal. Why? Because it's about control. If our government had our health in mind, if they were thinking about us, they wouldn't be worried about raw milk. They wouldn't even be worried about marijuana. They'd be trying to figure out what to do about the alcohol problem that we have. They would be trying to figure out what to do about the smoking problem that we have. But what do they do about those things? They just tax them. See, they regulate them. Our government, our state gets about $2 for every pack of cigarettes. So, you know, they, they will ignore all the health problems that come as a result of it because they're able to control it. They're able to tax it. Same thing with alcohol. And with marijuana, it's difficult because anybody can grow it in their own yard 
or even in their basement. You know, the, when it comes to raw milk, okay, they've got the milk. You know, they control all that. They're adding all kinds of junk in milk. Most of the milk you drink in a grocery store isn't even milk today, but they're able to regulate it. And raw milk, anybody that's got a milk cow can get their own milk. They can sell the milk, and they just can't stand that they're not able to regulate it. And if they could regulate marijuana like they want to, if they could tax it the way they want to, it would be legal tomorrow. I can guarantee it. And it would be bad for our state. But uh, they would do it anyway because that's it has nothing to do with trying to do the right thing. So you just need to understand that. But here's the thing, though. So, Brother Tommy, are you saying that Illinois should make marijuana legal? And I'm going to say no, but at the same time, if they did say it should be legal, there's not a whole lot I can say about that issue because, you know what, First Peter chapter 2 Verse 12 says, you know, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God that they with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as servants of God, honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Now, right here, and I've talked about this before, the purpose of government, according to the Bible, is for the punishment of evildoers. But understand, in America today, we have expanded the role of government way beyond where ever should have went. And it says in the Bible that we should submit to every ordinance of man and it's talking about when it's talking about that it's talking about the punishment of evildoers i understand that but because we have allowed our government to go into many different areas we have to submit to those rules too we have allowed our government to take over the healthcare industry well guess what if i'm paying for your health care you better believe i'm going to tell you what you can eat and what you can drink you better believe I'm going to tell you what you can do. In fact, if it was me, I probably would ban junk food. You know, we, we all get bent out of shape when these politicians try regulating the size of soft drinks. Well, they're paying for everyone's health care. They're paying for all your diabetic problems and things that you have because of all the sugar. So, yeah, they're going to try to regulate those things. And we have just asked them to get involved in so much stuff. And you know what? As long as there's well, we have a welfare program like we do in America today, we need them regulating drugs. Unfortunately, because our government is paying for the groceries of much of our population, they're, they're going to have ordinances. They're going to take control. As long as there are people that are getting money from the government and spending the money that they have on things like drugs, they're going to keep regulating it. And I would be all for them making this stuff illegal if all of a sudden they, if they said, fine, Marijuana is legal, but if we ever find it in your system, you don't get $1 of welfare money ever. We will not cover your health care. If you smoke, if you drink, you no longer are covered. You are on your own. you got to pay whatever the hospital charges you. I would be all for it then. But unfortunately, you know, people today, they just 
they have. They have allowed the government to get in every area of our life, and so they are regulating things they shouldn't be regulating. They shouldn't be trying to decide what's you know, healthy and not healthy for us, what we should be able to eat, drink, or even smoke. They should not be deciding that. But because we have given them control of our health care, they have every right to do that. You know, because we have a horrible crime problem as a result of, you know, drugs and alcohol. Okay, is it because of that? Because, you know, they have to deal with the mess that comes from these things because it puts our police officers in harm's way all the time because of these things. Yes, they are, have every right to make rules and regulations for things that aren't that important. You see, as a, as a believer, in this passage we talked about, you know, us as believers, you know, we're free. We have liberty. You know what? I don't need the government to make a law about, you know, guns and things for me. I am not going to kill anyone because I live by the law of God that says thou shalt not kill. So our government, our town, we could have zero gun laws and I'm still not going to murder anybody. You know why? Because I have another law I live by. I live by the Ten Commandments. They don't need to make any laws about stealing. I already have a law that I live by. And because I live by the law of God, you know, so I, I should be free to, to do whatever. I'm not going to hurt anybody. I'm not going to you know take advantage of anybody because I live by the law of God. I should be free from the laws of this land. But you know what? For testimony's sake, I do need to follow the laws of this land. I do need to submit myself to it. But I don't necessarily need these laws. But you know what? Our society does need drug laws. I don't need any drug laws. I don't. Because I know what the Bible says. I know that my body is the temple of God. I don't, I don't want to defile my body in that way. So I don't need drug laws. I don't need laws about alcohol. They don't need to make a law banning alcohol to keep me from drinking. It's 100% legal and I've never done it in my life and I have no intention of doing it. Laws are created for the lawless. They're created for the disobedient. They're for the unruly. They're for the wicked. That is what laws are for. And as our society goes farther and farther downhill, as we get more and more wicked, our government is going to have to continue to make more and more laws. They are going to have to interfere more and more. But if you are a believer, if you have liberty in Christ, if you're following the Word of God, they don't need those laws for you. And these laws, they're not created for us. When you look at the gun laws that we have in Illinois, these things make no sense for communities like ours. They make no sense in the Sterling and Rock Falls area. But in Chicago, okay, they do need a different set of laws than we do because it's a different way of life up there. There is a great... I mean, there's way more crime up there, a lot more wickedness over there, and they do need different laws than we do because it's a very lawless society over there. But over here, it's different. You know, they need a lot more police there because there's a lot more wickedness there, and they need a lot more government control there because there is so much evil. And say, so Brother Tony, so, you know, what do you think about all this stuff? Well, I think Christians ought to stay as far away from drugs and alcohol as they possibly can. I think we need to make sure we live responsibly, that we act responsibly. And if we do, we're not going to need 
the government telling us everything to do. We're not going to need them making all kinds of silly laws for us. It's just not necessary. People who follow the Word of God, people who have liberty in Christ, they don't need somebody telling them every little thing to do. They do it themselves. And we need to have a society and we need to have a people that does the right thing on their own because it's what the Bible says. I will continue to stay away from marijuana while it's illegal and while it's legal because the law I live by is not the laws of the land. It's the law of God. That's what guides my life. And so I don't need, I don't need these other things in my life. But I do admit most of society does because our society is becoming more and more godless. And as we get farther away from biblical principles and are in the lives of the American people and in our culture and our society, the more we're going to need you know, regulation from the government, the more we're going to need control of the government, the more we just ignore common sense. All we've got to do is look at the consequences of these things in people's lives. You know, look at what drugs do to people. Look at where it leads. And as long as people aren't willing to just look at that themselves and make the right choice, then there are going to be those who are going to step in and say, we're going to make it for you. And I don't want that in our society. I want us to be a free country where people do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Not because they're forced at gunpoint, but because they want to do right. And if we will submit ourselves to God, if we'll follow the Word of God, we'll be better off for it. You won't need drugs and alcohol to help you get through life. You'll have the Holy Spirit. He can be your comfort. He can be your help. And if you'll do that, what your life will be so much better. You can have a life you know, free from drugs, free from alcohol, and you can have a life of peace even in a world of tribulation. You can have that with Jesus Christ. And I hope that you'll do that. I hope you will strive to just follow the Word of God and let it guide your life, not the laws of our government. They are only made for the wicked. Why don't you do the right thing? Why don't you be righteous? And you will be happy as a result of it. But thank you so much for listening today. I hope this was a help. Thank you for listening to the message this morning by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church in Rock Falls. We hope you were blessed and invite you to tune in next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. as Pastor Tommy brings you more truths from God's Holy Word. For more information about Liberty Baptist Church, visit their website at experience-liberty.com or you can email them at libertybc2011 at att.net.